Since 2015, it's been our pleasure entertaining you from brass commentary, controversial interviews, and sexy cave crushes. We have given you our all. We've seen other shows come and watch them go. But Inside the Cave is still here. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorance. Guaranteed. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests in Cave Crush interview. It's time to go inside the cave. Back in the day, back in the day, back in the day. Take it back now, y'all. Bring it back. Get back in Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. So now let's get into this. Uh, Roland. Now, for those that don't know, me and Roland, we have... Man, I'm glad I met this guy, man. Now, Roland, what's the name of your page, man? Your uh, other page other than 3 Lee Films. Okay, it's called The Cleese Report. The Cleese... But, um, yeah. What's yeah, that? but it's at Cleese Report. C-L-E-E-Z-E Report. Now, that's on YouTube as well, right? Yes, but it's under The Cleese Report on YouTube. Cool, sweet, sweet, sweet. Now, it's a conspiracy page, right? Yes, all things conspiracy, but not with the typical, what they call truther twist to it. I kind of step out those boundaries and kind of give my own thought process. That's why I made those pages, because I just think a little bit different. So you would you consider yourself like a conspiracy theorist? Yes and no. I say no because the word conspiracy theorist has a negative connotation, especially in today's society. I, I lean more towards, um, I just speak facts. I can take conspiracy out of it and still prove my point. There's enough evidence without stepping outside these, you know, with these big, elaborate, imaginary things they, a lot of these conspiracy theorists say. Okay, uh, now the best one that I saw that you did was the Michael Jordan and his dad one. Describe that. Tell, tell everybody about that real quick. And I'm going to give you a conspiracy. I don't know if everybody else has one. And I want to know what you guys think about that. Because I find this stuff interesting, especially with the election coming up. Uh, the, the, the Golden State Warriors and the Cavs, I think there's a conspiracy behind that. You know, the way all that stuff played out and stuff like that. But tell us a little bit about the, the Michael Jordan and his dad conspiracy trip. Hey, before we go off the subject, I got a conspiracy, too, I want to put out there. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, it was, it was kind of, you know, really in my craw about this Michael Jordan thing. Now, we all know he's the GOAT, whatnot. Um, six, you know, six championships with a year and a half break in between. He possibly could have had eight if he would have stayed. Um, so I, I got this one video that made me want to make a video about this. So it's a two-part video I have on YouTube. And what it is, is I believe that Michael Jordan's dad was murdered by people that Michael Jordan owed money to. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody likes to say, well, how could he have a gambling problem if he's, oh, he's richer than God, this, that, and the other. Um, but these are some very, very heavy gambling debts. And what happened was, is we know he retired in 93. Well, here's the conspiracy. A lot of people say he was actually secretly suspended because he had huge, huge gambling problems and it leaked into the NBA. Now, how we know this, and it's not a conspiracy, is because in the Eastern Conference Finals with the Knicks, after game one, 
he went to Atlantic City. It got leaked to NBC, and they called him on it. Say, hey, well, hey, you know, you was gone instead of resting. You went and you went gambling. Oh well, I like I like the gamble. So that was the kind of the first thing. So right after that, he retires. So while he was retired, um, it, his dad got killed. Yeah. Suspiciously, he got killed in South Carolina, right on the North Carolina line. Now. The video that I'm talking about that made me make this video is a is a video about Frontline. Has nothing to do with conspiracies. It's not a YouTube channel. It's an actual show called Frontline on PBS. The show was called Postmortem. It was about how bad small town coroners are. So Michael Jordan's dad lands in a town with a coroner who is an elected official, has no medical background, does not do autopsies. Mm. When he was found, he got shipped 100 miles away where the autopsy was done basically in a barn. So then three weeks later, they find out, oh, once they realize uh, they can't do nothing with this body, he actually gets cremated because in this small town, the guy couldn't afford, the coroner couldn't afford to bury the man. So he's also cremated. Conspiracy, right? right? So he's watching television and there's a news report. Michael Jordan's dad had been missing for three weeks and he's like, oh, I think that's my John Doe. Wow. Yeah, so that kind of led me to connect the dots that says, hey, you got all this evidence of Michael Jordan and these gambling debts. We know how the mob operates. They say the mob's not in Vegas anymore. Right. But... We know back then that gambling is mobbed up, yeah. and the money, the money that Jordan is gambling with is not a couple hundred bucks. Right. We're talking about um, here's here's more evidence. A guy that he used to play golf with um, wrote a book in '93, also, and this would lead to the full on public investigation of Michael Jordan. Um, uh, I can get that book name for you guys, but he he said he actually won um, nine hundred thousand dollars from Michael Jordan playing golf, and he said, "What's the book? What's the book called? The book is called uh, My Gambling Addiction or something like that." Like the dude was, oh, it's called Michael and Me, Our Gambling. Oh Addiction, yeah, 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 yeah. My cry for help, and also um, uh, ex uh, drug dealer or convicted drug dealer. Uh, had a personal check of Michael Jordan's for $57,000. So why is Michael Jordan writing checks to drug dealers for $57,000? So it just it just looks crooked. Right. So that's why I came up with that video. Hey, now, all right. So I want everybody to go to that. The Cleese Report on YouTube and check out some of Roland's uh, conspiracy videos and stuff like that. Hey, what you guys think about about this conspiracy that he just said? Joe, what you think? Oh shit! I think a lot of it's true. I mean, we all know Mike got a gambling uh, problem, and uh, they uh, could be connected to his daddy's death. That's why I, I didn't know about the corner and shit. Yeah, that's, that's part crazy. Exactly. See, I didn't know about that either. <laughs> but uh, as far as him retiring, he didn't. Now he retired before his daddy died, right? No, yes. I thought he retired. Yes. After- First time he retired before. Before his dad. I thought, I yep. thought he retired. It's Bob's dad too. I thought he retired oh, after. Real, 
It was real close, but it's the same year. Because if you remember, and uh, I'm a little surprised you Chicago Cats don't remember this. Um, he retired right before the the um, the, the 94 95 season. Yeah, remember? Well, Rose, well Roland, according to Big Dog, we too busy gang banging. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't watch much news. Oh, but, okay. I, but honestly, I thought that was the reason he retired because his pops had got killed. No, that's the that's the reason why he went into baseball. It's because the pops got killed. Man, hey, but <laughs> you make me look at everything different now. Shit, I might think about shit while my son did some shit this morning in the bathroom or something. Uh, that that's a damn conspiracy theory, man. Some shit ain't right. Well, you know, obviously, man, with the hip hop community, the first thing I think about is Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. Right. You know, and I mean, even to this day. I still be wondering, like, what happened? You know what I mean? These these two uh, hip hop legends, at the same you know height of their career, pass away basically months apart from each other. No, no. And I, it's been it's been heavily documented. It's just still always that mystery, man. You know, behind it. Have it's you heard? Like, have, oh, go ahead, Roland. Have, have you heard of um, uh, now? This is now. This part is is going a little bit deep in to what they really call conspiracy. So since we going down this rabbit hole, let's touch on it. What have you heard of blood sacrifices before? No. no. The Illuminati. Yeah. 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 Well, if, if let, let's take that. Let's right. Right. Let's take that. Let's take the word Illuminati out of it for a second, because like I said. It, it brings a connotation as soon as you hear that word and they try to downplay it. But let's just think about this for a second. If you notice at every level, now we're not saying that people aren't already famous, but if you ever notice how they go up another level, it's always centered around someone close to them's death, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of a lot of people say that uh, Tupac was Suge Knight's blood sacrifice and uh, uh, Biggie was Puffy's um, uh, blood sacrifice. Well, it, didn't so, work, it didn't work out too good for sure. Well, now, now, but it, when Tupac did die, I mean, the label was large. I mean, but there's also a negative. Look at Dame Dash. I mean, we love him for his his business mind, but after he did his blood sacrifice, which was Aaliyah, it, you know. Uh, his career kind of took off a little bit and then it went in the toilet because we know what Jay-Z did to him. Yeah, you know, I, you know, see, that's the kind of stuff that, that, that that's where people lose me with that kind of stuff. I, I don't, I just, that kind of stuff I don't know if I believe in. I just can't. Well, I mean, you can paint the, you know, there's dots that connect. Like I said, that's going out on the fringe because it's stuff that we actually yeah. don't know. Yeah. But there's things, there's things that you can look at that says, okay, well, when Kanye... When Kanye's mom died, did he not go three, four rungs up the ladder? Oh man, that's I just, to, to think that somebody would <laughs> to think that somebody would kill their Jennifer mom. Hudson. What'd you say? Same, same thing with Jennifer Hudson, man. I yeah, know. Her whole family yeah. Got yeah. But to think that somebody would actually kill off their family for that, I just can't. It's hard for me to. Man, where you make it? Okay, where you make your first mistake is is believing that celebrities are human beings. Now, I don't mean they're aliens or nothing like that. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that you have, to me, this is just my breakdown. You have a section of, of celebrities. It's not about being rich. Okay. 
it's seeking fame. Now, when you seek fame, you need affirmation. That is a huge pit in your heart that needs to be filled. There ain't enough money. There ain't enough screens. There ain't enough fans that can fill it. So every time someone gets into the industry, what makes them go further than they want to is their need for fame. Because you can, especially now, why do people sign record deals still? Yeah. Why, why would Jay-Z need to You know what I mean Why would he need to sign a record deal right. Once you get to a certain level Record deal should be out of it right. Why right. is Lil Wayne still fighting for What is he fighting for 30, 30 million dollars You know what I mean So it's a need to be famous A need to have people scream Your name to be in lights And man you don't know what these people will do To get that So I'm not surprised when I see stuff like that happen. People don't realize Jay-Z's uh, nephew was murdered. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Frenchie, Frenchie Montana's boy was murdered. You know what I mean? I mean we thinking about, uh, like, thinking about two rolling right before you said them, the uh, French Montanas. And, uh, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's definitely <coughs> an irony in that whole situation. But that's, names, but that's also saying that black people can't be successful without being part of a cult, and that's why uh, that's why I kind of want to stay away from too. You know I what got, I mean? I, I got white I got white names too. Oh, it's shit. not it's not about oh, it's shit. not about it's not about being in a cult. Like I said, I'm not saying that these people have a secret meeting and they get all in a circle. See, that's what the conspiracy say. What I'm saying is is that it's clear evidence that media is controlled by six entities. The 90% of the media is controlled by six entities, right? If we're all about the same age, go back to, let's say go back to almost right after the birth of hip hop, right? Yeah. And if you notice, when you popped open your, your, your tape and you read all the names on the bottom of what label it was from, right? Yeah. Now, this will refresh your memory. If you see, if you seen straight out of Compton, It'll refresh your memory to the way the music industry works, right? What happens is, is if I get big enough, you'll give me a label, right? Right, right. right. But my parent, what my parent label is, so Ruthless was owned by Interscope, right. but Interscope is owned by such and such, which is owned by such and such, which is owned by Sony. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And, and everybody knows that Sony is the devil, and Sony is. Wow. Sony got a lot of bodies on it, so yeah. Got, go ahead, Roland. I know what you're saying. But they all—they're all wicked. People still don't realize that Disney owns ESPN. Yeah. yeah. So that's why you have such a liberal spin to the to the sporting that is reported on ESPN right. because it's owned by Disney. Right. Fox News is controlled by Secor. Yeah. So. It, all this stuff spiders somewhere. So there's always somebody. So when you start talking about one, two, five people controlling something, that's not a conspiracy. I feel you. If I, I have you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um all the people that's on the that's that's on the um on the show today, how many people live in your house? For the men in the house, I mean for the men on here, if you're the husband, you're the leader of the house, right? So everything goes through you. Hey, listen, we're, we're manly men. I'm not saying that you don't let your wife have a say. I'm not saying that your wife probably don't 
even control a whole bunch of it, at least in her mind. But at the end of the day, the buck stops with the dad, right? So the dad has influence over everybody who leaves the house. It's, it's the same way. It's it's a building of cards. So the person at the top always controls the things that go down to the bottom. That's why in 2016, we have no conscious music whatsoever in mainstream uh, music because they because they don't want it. And don't please don't give me Kendrick Lamar. Don't don't get like you got to think about it, Roland. Half of the time we don't want it. Well, because we've been because we've been trained not to want it. First, listen, people are sheep, black or white. It doesn't matter. We go where we're led, and if we have a bad leader, we'll follow. And if you have no one speaking out, we'll get led right to the slaughter. And right now, because of the way the system is set up, because of the way families are set up, we're not standing and leading our families anywhere. So. The television, the radio, all control. Now, if you want to call that a conspiracy, I call it fact. That's why I say I don't like saying conspiracy because it's there's 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 dots that can all be connected back to the to the source. If that makes sense, I got. I mean, you can't you can't dispute that everything starts from the top and it trickles down. But as far as when you start talking about uh, the blood sacrifice and all the other crap, you know, what I'm saying you kind of lose me there. Oh no! I I, I I preface my comment with that's definitely fringe thinking, but we we kind of went down that rabbit hole, so I touched on it. But you know, I, I'm not too firm on that. Is it? But, I would I, I would probably say mentally, when somebody lose somebody close to them, they'll probably elevate themselves and you know try to do something in that person's memory. But saying that you are actually going to sacrifice. Somebody you love for fame is I don't, I don't know about that one. Okay, that's a good point. So let's 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 visit that one. Okay, so you saying that if I lose somebody, I ratchet my skills up, I put myself more into my music or my craft or whatever, and um, I'm almost doing it for that person. Okay, I got you. I feel you. Here's my only problem with that, and like I said, I'm not totally 100% saying that that's what's going on. I'm saying that's what's being said. But let's let's deal with the whole. Um, I put myself into my work. Okay, the reason why that's a little unlikely is because where how far you go up the ladder is not determined by you or your skill set. That's proof as well. That's why Fetty Wap can have five hit songs one summer and now you you couldn't pick them out of a lineup if he committed a crime yeah but you gotta think about it like like right now with most of the hip-hop guys they really don't have that lyrical skill set so coming out with one good party song is really not that hard to do he had all the, all the old heads yeah what what but like now you don't like you said you don't hear from him it be, because they're done with them because they're done. The industry is done with them. They they elevate you and they sit you down. Now you're gonna love and hip hop. Yeah, and that's a and that's a joke. Yeah. And that's an absolute joke. Yeah, that's once you go hard. there, that's about... go ahead, cuz. Hanging out with Ray J. Right. Hey cuz, go I ahead, got man. A quick question for you, bro. Go ahead. Yeah. Um now I got a question about, I don't know if it's just me. Once I got put on to like a lot of stuff that you're saying, 
I started looking for like imagery and like music videos. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that see this where you always see the pyramid, you always see the single eye, you always see the triangle, you always see a lot of imagery, especially in Kendrick Kendrick Lamar album where he was kind of like floating, even that uh, hovering above, you know, uh, everybody on the street. That was some, you know, other stuff, type of stuff too. But what are your thoughts on that? Who, who's, who's, do you think they're involved with that? Or you think it's the major uh, record label that's putting all this out there, um, being creative and entering all this stuff in the video? What, 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 what's your take on that? Well, uh, you know, my thing is, is I do, I have a firm belief in the imagery. You know, they're definitely putting something out there. You have, um, um, ASAP Rocky in one of his videos he has the um, the five pointed pentagram which is definitely attached to um, um, the uh, occult um, in a video um, with the candles and all that so I think that it could be more subconscious and then you have people who um, direct the videos a lot of times the artist really doesn't have a say in how the video is going to go so like I said I think it's more of an industry thing and I don't think there's some secret meeting that they're all getting together behind closed doors like some of the political figures have been said to do. But there's definitely a, um, if, if I could say, there's a spirit over music um, that has them kind of uh, channeling these these spirits, you know, to kind of, if I put my hand over my eye, that gives me a certain type of power. It taps me into um, the eye Horus. I mean, there's no secret on what that means. You know, they say the, the pineal gland in your brain, which releases serotonin, um, is also a way to um, tap into your higher self. You're talking about chakras and and, um, um, and energy and things of that sort. Brother, um, brother, brother, what, brother, brother, you losing me, man. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, man, to me, man, it, it all sounds like, uh, like, like mind manipulation. You know what I'm man, saying? Man, you scaring me, yeah, man. Somebody to listen. You know what I'm saying? You get somebody to listen, and they start paying attention. Then they start to buy into whatever man. bullshit they put. Out. All I know is it sound like <laughs> man. What it is. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Hey, got- but as far as all that conspiracy shit, man, I, I, ain't, I don't believe none of that shit. <laughs> whoa, bro, you hey, scared. Like this. Look, look, check this out. It's like with the way the kids dress today. Like the like I'm saying, like the, the way the kids dress today, that stuff didn't just happen. That's like a European thing. They uh, what they do is go and take all the shit and throw it on the shelves. That's what they got to choose from. And they see everybody wearing it, so that's what they gonna wear. Just Man, like where that shit come from, single mothers and the deadbeat ass dad and the, and, the, and the son playing in the mama's clothes and all of a sudden okay well go in the stores dog you go in the stores and see what you got to pick from i mean yeah now big dog let, let's say okay I, i'm feeling you all right let's let's not go spooky ghost on yeah you, please right? don't please <laughs> <laughs> but, but you, you have to admit you, you have to admit that there's an energy in the universe that if you put out positive stuff, positive stuff come back, right? I agree with that. Okay, cool. All right. So what happens is, is right now that over music, there's a negative energy being put out. I agree with that. Okay. So what happens is, is that negative energy controls and manipulates the listener into doing certain behavior. Okay. Now let me stop you right there for one second. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it in the, in the movie industry for the longest. Okay, but now since the younger black generation has kind of caught on to the marketing skill and they make a little more money, 
Now it's like, okay, all the music is negative. But there's a hell of a lot more killings going on in these fucking movies. And there's no light being shed on that. You know what I'm saying? There's no... It's all tied together, big dog. Ain't nobody trying to... Like, it. We're not no, trying. It's, it's a double standard, though. I don't think it's so. based on the music versus the movies. No, nah, we've been... At least on my page, we talk about the movies, too. I mean, yeah, on we, your page, but what I'm saying <laughs> And your yeah, page so, again is what? Uh, the Cleves Report, right? On YouTube, right? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, dog. C-L-E-E-Z-E. All right, go ahead, dog. It's, like it's, it's, it's a double standard on hip-hop anyway. I mean, we want to force our own guys out at an early age when every other uh, genre of music, they keep performing until they get tired of performing. You know, I mean, it's just a double standard on the, on the music game, period. I don't know. DMX just signed to Rock, Rock Nation, though, dog. That's pretty good. Ex-crackhead, 40-something years old, signed to Rock Nation. That's pretty good, bro. I, I mean, I, my, my thing is this. I, I mean, you look at music, you look at entertainment in general, okay? And, and what I'm saying is, is that there's negativity in everything. Rock, it doesn't matter which genre. There's always going to be negativity. But what I'm saying is, is that we've left a time when there was at least a balance of in the in the movie industry. They allowed um, uh, certain movies to get out that was able to inspire creation and to uplift. Now, those movies are becoming less and less in the hip hop industry. There was artists that was allowed to speak positive and still sell records. But now that's been removed. There was in the R&B industry and in the pop industry, every single form of entertainment has now been totally taken over to where 90% of it is filth, negativity, or pushing some type of homosexual agenda. It, it's, that's not a conspiracy. That's 100% fact. Yeah, but you got to think, they, they already controlled it. They controlled it 100% in the beginning. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you what they fucked up at. Technology. <laughs> These fucking camera phones, and, and now people are able to see shit that's been going on behind closed doors, and, and, and you couldn't, and, and it's not like stuff that's going on now is some new. Right. It's been going on since the beginning, but what I'm saying is is that we see it, and we still don't wake up. We're still asleep. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah no, no, no. Uh-uh. Take that back. No, there's people out here recognizing it, but they still want to stay asleep. Okay. They don't want to know. Okay, let me uh let me, okay, we got to we got to move on, but I do want to drop a conspiracy theory on you guys that and it has a lot to do with this election. Now, in 2008, there was a guy named Senator Barack Obama was going Now, bro, I need you here for this one, bro. I, ne- I need you here for this one. I need you here for this one. Go ahead. All right. Go, go, go. It was a guy named Senator Barack Obama going against Senator Hillary Clinton. Okay. Now, it was a wave of black people. We're all voting for Barack Obama. She was secretary. She was secretary of state. No, not then, because she was Obama's secretary of state. She was senator then. She was senator of New oh, York. Oh, New York. Of yeah. New York. So, right, right, right. so yeah. now, now check this out. Every black person in America was behind Barack Obama in 2008, except for one person. You know who that was? Magic Johnson. What happened in 1992? Well, 1991, 
Magic Johnson was diagnosed with HIV. 1992, Bill Clinton. Now, you got to remember, in the early 90s, HIV, that was a death sentence. Magic was supposed to have been dead in 92. Okay? Now, all of a sudden, Bill Clinton becomes the president. And all of a sudden now, Magic Johnson is still living. Could it be that Bill Clinton gave Magic the cure for HIV? And that's the reason why he's still here? Hell no. Is it me? Is it me or is it a a conspiracy, my brother? Wow. Yeah, it's definitely you. It's definitely I got a conspiracy for you. Here we go. Now, we all been on this show for a while. <laughs> yeah. DB, take five months off a year, five to six months. He always telling us how close we are. We, we almost there. <laughs> Knocking on the door. I think CB done knocked on the door and walked in. No, oh, what? And made a deal with somebody. And now. That's why he get all his uh, time off. Oh, whatever. Yeah, CB worked CB work two months out of the year. That's not true, hey, man. You can't prove hey, that. you see what he was talking about earlier? You see the, you see the conversation we was having early in the cave, right? Talking about death and all that. What's all that death? All talk? right, man. Anyway, all right. That was it. Like Ruben said, I don't think that's a conspiracy. I think that's fact. Yeah, whatever. Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. You want answers? Cleese Report. I want the truth. The Cleese Report with Roland on Inside the Cave. You can't handle the truth. Now, here's a segment I've been waiting for, man. This is the debut of the Cleese Report on Inside the Cave. Roland, you ready, brother? Let's get into it, man. Man, I don't even know after what we done been through the I last know. hour. I right, be careful, Roland. Don't get yourself kill yourself and start over. No, no, no. This I'm is good. Now, this, Roland's getting ready to talk about conspiracy theories. I'm always interested in this. Now, he got a good one this week. Let's get into it, Roland. What we got? Don't forget to put the aluminum foil on your head. It's already, if the cap's already on. God damn. <laughs> Are we talking about a real person this time? Yeah, we talking about a real person. Oh, don't let Big Dog shake you, Big uh, Roland. So, Go ahead. So we talking about the death of Michael Jackson. So why did Michael Jackson die? Was his death planned or was it an accident? Mm. So I believe that Michael Jackson was killed on purpose. And I have a reason and a, and a trail of breadcrumbs that take us from the beginning of why he was killed. See, a trail of breadcrumbs. <laughs> Said you're killing me. Okay, man. I know, man. <laughs> don't, don't let them shake you, man. Don't let them shake you. you do your so, thing. But back in 1985, Michael Jackson purchased the Beatles catalog, the publishing rights to the Beatles catalog. And throughout the times, as we know, the people in tra- the, the the people, the head execs like to control their artists. So every time Michael Jackson stepped out of line, he ended up with a new charge. Every time he got himself into trouble, Sony Music came to bail him out. Leads us all the way up to the point where he dies, and then uh, Sony Music buys back the publishing rights to all the music, including his music. Sony owns all the music outright, and that's the reason why he was killed. Now, 
International D, you're a big Michael Jackson fan. Do you agree that Sony Music killed Michael Jackson? No, I don't believe Sony Music killed Michael Jackson. I can't, I can't sign off on that one. I get going with it and everything, and and actually, I'm more of a Prince fan, and, and you know what? I I go with conspiracy over that one than over Michael Jackson. Roland, do you I have can't. a conspiracy on Prince? Yeah, same. Actually, same thing. Damn, Since, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, but, same same thing. Jay Z dropped the line, and uh, that's I what I was gonna it. say. That I thought yeah. that Jay Z probably had something to do with that. It's yeah, kind he of funny. A little line, and uh, I got the keys. Talking about the masters is safe or whatever he said, mm-hmm. man. Nah, man. Yeah. The, these publishing, these uh, these record execs, they don't play that. Uh, for the longest time, artists uh, like James Brown had to fight. You know, did you know? That's one of the main reasons why Ray Charles was killed because he he owned all his masters. Exactly. And they don't play that, man. So exactly. they. And, and, and the thing about these record execs, man, they live for damn near forever. And they're very, very, very patient. Preach like on I that, said, brother. Preach if on we wanna, that. And, and, and listen, if y'all want to take the conversation serious, man, I could peel back the layers. I got dates. I got links. We can put the, uh, the links in the show notes to every single step since 85 to where Michael Jackson, every time he tried to act out, spoke out, he got spanked for it. Mm. And then got itself into some financial trouble sony comes in writes a check they come out with music after uh these catalogs and when they found out that uh michael wasn't making any more hits they came the, their last big album release was the thriller 2000 um 2000 the 25th anniversary yeah yeah and they, yeah. Had, a, and they had a whole bunch of um uh number one hits on there and that was pretty much it he was done. He was already marked for death right there. Now, 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 Big Dog. Now, I agree with everything Roland's saying on this. Big Dog, what you think about this? Man, I ain't cool signing none of oh, that. Oh, come shit. on, Big Dog. <laughs> come on, Big Dog. You know, now, this, now, this, now, this, this is for real. I don't real. know a motherfucking thing. That <laughs> ain't cool signing none of this nah, shit. Nah. Okay, Roland, give us three dates. Give us three dates. Prove it to him. I, I, I agree. I remember this shit. Vivid. All right. Okay. So, 1991, um, 1991, the black and white, uh, the the movies came out. Remember, he had the big giant nine shorts, all all released on um, multicast and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the last segment of that was the was the whole controversy where Michael Jackson did all the dances with the panther. He turned in, he turned from a panther into himself and was crashing stuff yep. and. Yeah. Uh, Crashing the windows, debut right before a living color. I remember this. Right, it grabbing his grabbing his crotch and all of that. Yep. Well, in two thousand, so that that is supposedly no proof on this, but uh, that was supposedly him acting out against the industry, right? Mm-hmm. So then he comes back in nineteen ninety two, sits on the couch with Oprah, yep. tells everybody he has vitiligo. But the big part of that was he revealed that his father had been abusing him since he was a kid. Yeah. So then the next year, he uh, they have that child molestation charge. Get his Facts. ass in control. So he got, back in, he got back in line and they rewarded him by allowing him to marry uh, Marie Presley. Yes. So what, he, what, he, what they was trying to do is... These are facts, is, brother. These are facts. I, I also got a conspiracy that ties into like when they merged uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce together. Oh. How 
you 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 get oh, both fan base. Hold on, so, wait, wait, wait. Just stay stay with Michael Jackson. Don't give him too much. Just too fast. Just stay with Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, so so they was what they was trying to do in the early stages was is bring these two power. Uh, not her because she was a terrible artist, but her family. She's uh, Elvis Presley's daughter. So that you know that family and with Michael Jackson, boom, they making history. So 1995, well, that don't mean nothing. 1997, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for Michael Jackson. Uh, 2001, they released uh, the Invincible album. Yeah. Now, that's when Michael Jackson went out and called Tommy Mottola the devil. I, I remember can that. Can I get there? You, okay. you, you're too early. You're okay, too my early. fault, my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let me get there. Let me get the there. Let somebody else talk. My fault. So, Thank you. So, so the Invincible album was horrible. They spent thirty. It wasn't million. horrible though. But I'm saying, but the critics, didn't, but the crit, the critics didn't like it though. They spent thirty million dollars to make it. Spent another twenty five million to promote it. How did it cost thirty million to make that album when he had Teddy Riley and all and R. Kelly them living with him? Why that doesn't make sense? Because because what happens is is in the music industry, all of that stuff is charged back to the studio that's bullshit. so they they're gonna make their money regardless so then so he, he made 30 million dollars worth of music that's bullshit no, that's crazy no, 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 that's no, bullshit no, that's bullshit no, 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 no. listen 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 but you said it Yo. though no 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 they spent the studio spent how did it cost 30 million dollars when teddy riley was staying with him he didn't even let Teddy yeah, Riley. He had a studio in his house. That's he? what I'm saying. So why did it cost thirty million dollars? That's crazy. Because they truck. Because the the studio. Okay, now we got to go to the the um. Floor uh, Tree wasn't even popping back then. He discovered Floor Tree and they created that one song for him. We 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 are gonna have to go to uh, music industry 101. Okay, listen. Anytime an artist is signed to a record label, everything that they do is charged. To the artist, even when he had his own crib, that's crazy. It doesn't matter. He still gets charged. It don't matter if he got a studio on his bus. <laughs> if he's over in Europe, he's still getting charged. Sony is charging him to record. That's what they do. So if you get if you get a twenty million dollar upfront signing bonus, that's actually a loan. That's not that's not your money. That's money. Yeah, we know that. We we get that part. How it don't make. No, no, no. He, ain't no way. I got a studio in my house. Now, I can see him charging time for it. They have to have an engineer there and some other stuff. But ain't no, ain't nobody done did $30 million or nothing in no goddamn studio. I'm trying to, I'm tr well, no, 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 no. It's not just, it's not just the recording time. They got other expenditures in there as well. But the point is, is that this is being reported by them. I'm not making the figure up. It's just they say it cost thirty million dollars, and then they spent another twenty-five million to promote it. I need to see some receipts. Man. <laughs> so now let's get to uh, two thousand and two, where Michael Jackson uh, went before um, Al Sharpton's <laughs> National Action Network in New York event. He called Tommy like like CB said. He called Tommy Mottola the devil. He said that record companies uh, only um, they they they're against black artists. You know they said all artists, but especially black artists. Like I said, I got the links for you if y'all want to check it out. We'll we'll put them in the show notes. So 2002, he claims at another event that he only has to give. Um, he only has to give Sony one more box set. Now, keep in mind, 
like I told you, he bought the Beatles catalog. He didn't buy it himself. He bought it together with um, with Sony. So him and Sony are essentially business partners, right? So what he said was, is that he's leaving as a free agent and yep. he owns half of Sony. That same he thing was, happened to Tupac. Right. He did not lie. He was telling the truth. He didn't own literally half of Sony. He owned what they call um, the the ATV division yep. um, of Sony, which owned the the, right, the Beatles rights. All right. uh, the, like I said, to the publishing. Why right? you looking over your shoulder? You think somebody for the wacky? For the all, right, all right. 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 So now, big dog. He... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, a big dog. Hey, listen, big dog. I'm stating actual facts. This is stuff. Big that... dog, you can't deny those facts, though, big dog. So now, now tell me why you think Michael Jackson died. Big dog tapped out. I can't even hear him. <laughs> He put y'all ass on mute. But, uh, I ain't co-signing that bullshit, I can tell you that. <laughs> All right, check this out. Roland, that is one. You Let me tell you something, brother. You laid down the facts. If anybody can't, if anybody got something they don't understand, you laid down your your, your case, you made your case. I agree with 100%. There's always something fishy about the way Michael Jackson See, died. I'm going to say this. Conspiracy theory to me is just like a motherfucker taking sound bites. Give you part of a story, but he's not giving you part of the story. He laid down the facts. This is this is true, bro. You never thought it was anything suspicious about the way Michael Jackson died, bro. See, but you can get two people to debate the Bible, and each one of them can take the same passage and twist it. Yeah, but the Bible's and now not. It's silent. How do we get? How we yeah, get exactly? Yeah, because the, the Bible's not even real. We don't even know the Bible's real, bro. Now I'm just using it for an example. But this is something we saw. I'm saying you can take the same. Facts, but this, but this is you live to see Mike. This stuff with Michael Jackson, bro. All we saw is what they is what they allowed us to see, uh, basically. Okay, but ho ho ho, time out. Let's let's. I, I know we I know we crunch for time, but yeah. listen. This is this is what killed me about you, big dog. Yeah, tell him, tell him, bro. Tell yeah, you you say a statement that sounds fucking like a conspiracy <laughs> to deny this conspiracy. You just Ooh. said what it. That's what they showed us. Ooh. Exactly. So you're saying that even Tell if they them, us something, that it's, it's possible that it can't be true. Tell them, I know you ain't gonna let talk to you like that, dog. Tell them, bro. Hey, man, you know, it's like this. <laughs> this shit sounds just like these new kids on this fucking social media believe everything they see. Oh, man. But, but, but that just, just proves the point I'm trying to make. Exactly everything is a facade. All I'm saying is, is that in this particular case, because it spans so much time, what they do is, and they said was teasing me, they leave breadcrumbs. And what you do is, is that you pick up the breadcrumbs and you follow the trail. They don't have the expectation of you to figure it out. They don't do pick, it up over time. Every don't pick up the breadcrumbs and eat them. Every single time he stepped out of line, he got charged with something. Or his finances got messed up. In 2003, he got charged with seven counts of child sexual abuse. I agree. And corruption of a minor. I agree. They got his ass together. They see his uh, his 
one of his homes on the Neverland Ranch was going to get foreclosed. He agrees to a financial deal with Sony. Right, right back to being beholden to Sony. All right. Then in two, go, go ahead, Big Go ahead, my bad. My bad. Hey, 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 CB, you, I, I want you to edit this out. What? I want you to edit this out now. Okay. <laughs> you fucked out. I can take your, your uh, work history at GM. Oh, here we go. In, in your eyes, you take off because you handling the business and you and you taking care of your family and you and you tell your story, right? Yeah. <laughs> but to a motherfucker don't know you, they'll say, CB ain't worth a shit. The motherfucker <laughs> don't come to work. How the hell are you taking care of his family? <laughs> All I'm going to say is it this. No matter how you twist them goddamn facts around, bro, I'm not trying to hear it. Hold on, big dog. How how is it twisting facts? No, don't worry. You got any comments on that? Nah, fuck you. That's what I got to say about that. Check this out. <laughs> we got to move on. I want everybody to email us inside the K podcast at gmail.com or however you else been been giving me your feedback. Let me know what you think about the death of Michael Jackson. Don't pay no attention to big dog and said Roland laid down the facts. I really want to know what you think. Roland will be back in a couple weeks. We're going to have another conspiracy theory, and I know what he's going to talk about. It's going to be a good one, all right? We'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. You can't handle the truth. This is going to be a good one. Now, for those that don't know, uh, by the time this show is uploaded, Barack Obama will be walking out of office, and Donald Trump will be taking over. So, Roland, what are we talking about today on the Cleese Report, this presidential Cleese Report you said you have for us? Well, I think it was Joe Dirt said last week um, about Pence and Donald Trump. I guess there was the, I don't know if y'all did like an over or under or anything like that, but he said that Trump will not make it his four years. I believe, Joe, you said that he won't make it four years? Yeah, I said that. Okay, so just like Trump being out and Pence being in, there's a slight little conspiracy with the assassination attempt with Ronald Reagan. Hmm. Now, for that, for, now, we gotta remember, we got a lot of dumb people that listen. Yes, I want to tell everybody who Ronald Reagan was. You want to tell everybody who Ronald Reagan was? Okay. Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't think you were going to do all that, did you? Yeah, man. I know how our listeners do. Yeah. Yeah, Ronald Reagan was the like, 40th president, I believe. 41st, 41, I think. He was the 41 president of America. All right, go ahead, Roland. Right, and he was also um, a famous, well, I guess back then maybe not as famous, but famous actor. So he was an actor, sort of like Trump, being a business person, not a true politician, um, end up being uh, elected. He actually beat out the incumbent, which was Jimmy Carter at the time. Jimmy Carter had some issues. Illegally, too. I know this um, is a I know this is rolling, but this was he actually beat Jimmy Carter out illegally, if in my opinion. Do your research on how he won that. I, I got conspiracy on that too. I'm sorry, Roland, but I get caught up into this stuff. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. You good, you good. Okay, so back in this is back in nineteen eighty. So um you, you have to probably be right around 40, 40 years old to really remember who he who he was. So um, this might be for our older listeners. But anyway, point being is, is that back in 1980, he was elected president. 
and 81, you know how they, just like this year, you, you win the previous year, then you come in and get sworn in. His vice president was George H. Bush, which is what we've uh, named him Daddy Bush, because there was a son and a father. So he's real sick right now. He's in the hospital right now. Go ahead. Okay, so um, the day that he was sworn in um, as the 40th president, um, there was 52 hostages, um, right? And they had been held for 40, 444 days. Right. The day he was he was put in, they released the hostages, right? Right. <clears throat> um. So that uh, ninety something days later, that's uh, I'm sorry, sixty nine days later, he was tried. They tried to kill him. Okay, so the conspiracy is why did they try to kill him? Yeah. They wanted to get Bush in office because um, Reagan was not allowing the Rothschild family to operate their banks the way they wanted to. Mm. So when so when Reagan survived, he got in line and that's when he announced that Alan Greenspan would be over Social Security. A year Two years later, he put him over the Federal Reserve. If anybody knows any research on the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve is a privately owned business that is not part of the government. They do not answer to the government. And that's when they started to build the, the country for mil- billions of dollars. And if you do a little research and you look at the relationship between Alan Greenspan and Ronald Reagan, you see he fell in line and they didn't need George Bush to kind of push that agenda through the Rothschilds. That's my conspiracy. Brother, I can talk about this for the next 30 minutes, but these guys don't like to hear me talk. So I'm going to pass it around to the rest of the guys and see what they think in relation to Donald Trump. But I'm telling you, Son Roland, we are going to elaborate more on this later. I got some stuff to talk about with this. Big Dog, what you think about that, man? I'm going to pass on this one. Mm. Hey, so, uh, so Roland, just want to let you know that means you won. You can't speak for me. <laughs> that means you won. If you set the dog up, that means you won. <laughs> so, Dave, what you think, bro? Nah, I really don't care for our uncle Reagan. If he's alive, I tell him to kill himself and start over. Let's <laughs> see. Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll keep my comments. Cat, what you think? Um, I definitely agree that, you know, with, with the whole Ronald Reagan conspiracy, like, I definitely um, can kind of see how that would be plausible. And I also can see how this be, this is this is plausible, you know, this whole, we know Trump can't be for real. Like, we know he's not for real. <laughs> right. And we're trying very hard to maintain a semblance for a semblance of respect for the process because it's the it's the process that we are manipulating or manipulating depending on which side you're on to try to make it to your advantage. Our country has been built on uh, greed and people saying, "Hey, 
uh, I want to keep all this. And, and they don't, you know, those people don't really understand why everybody wants to share shit here. They don't understand why anybody would want to give everybody health care. That makes no sense. Like, there are a lot of people who, while we, you know, uh, who were brought here or us who immigrated here, we're looking at this place as a land that is fair. Uh, realistically, we know it is not fair. So we all know that Trump being there is a, 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 a machine for something. He is there to do something, whether it is to distract us, to, to discredit our, our... That is a great point, Kat. That is a great point. And I think we should be not only um, receptive to theories, what people think, but we should also be understanding to everybody's on both sides. Like today, yeah, I feel like everybody should have health care. But, you know, I fuck around and hit the lotto or something. Now, I'm in a different way. I see things differently. So I don't I don't want to speak for the other side. But I do, you know, agree with you that there is something. We know this can't be for real. This man didn't, you know, I mean, I, I had to go to school. I still got to go to school to do my profession. Like, there is no, my, my, my education doesn't stop. I never become a pro or a master at anything. I have to continually learn to grow. And this individual who hasn't even exhibited uh, tremendous, attitude in what he does. He's a horrible businessman. I mean, he owes a lot of money, but he got... I can agree with that. I don't know how this dude continues to uh, be relevant. I really can't understand Because he's rich, he's wealthy and powerful. That's why. That's that's 4% of America. He's the face of, you know, the, the white people we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, that's all like Reagan was. Reagan was Trump before Trump. Yes, yes, he was. Our children don't recognize what Trump is because yes. they've never seen that white face before. All the white faces they've seen uh, have been a little bit more um, open and, and, and willing to share and willing to look at our nation as someplace where we all can benefit. But they haven't. We got to see Reagan. So we got to see, you know, what, what was it, the Contra and all of that, like selling, you know, uh, getting money from Iran to give to Cuba to buy arms. Like it was just, it was a lot of drama going on. And so, you know, I, I, I do want to like encourage people because we've lived through this before. We've lived through horrible times. We've lived through, you know. Yeah, I want to, uh, Vanny, you, birthday boy, you got something on this? Oh. You know, I, I thought about doing like dog and going for the pass and try to get a triple double, <laughs> but it's like it to me is like they said they have a they had an agenda at that moment. So if you were sending an eighteen year old kid to go fight in your war, why would you have any problem killing this old ass man when they probably think shit he's gonna be dead in a minute anyway? Let's do what's gonna benefit us for these next four years, possibly eight. Yeah. So I don't put it past them as far as that conspiracy. Yeah. Them, Look alive, people, because Pence is going to, if, if God forbid, unless Trump, Trump and Pence are on a plane together and it goes down, Pence is coming from Indiana. And Indiana, if we can, you know, be factual, is the headquarters for the KKK. This is not an individual who is not exhibited in any way a sexist, misogynic, like he, they, they, he's been very staunch on abortion. He's been very staunch on same-sex marriage. He has been very clear in his own state how he behaves so look I, alive I, 
I, I think I can, I can elaborate a lot more on this, but I'm just going to make it real quick because we got to move on. Uh, and I'll let Roland have the last word. Uh, let me say this, though. Roland, you're 100% right. And Big Joe, you were right last week that Pence is the guy that's going to be. If you look at most Republican presidents, the last, uh, except for Dan Quayle, but the ones in my lifetime, it's always been the vice president who was running stuff. Uh, who was Bush's vice president? 40 uh, three. Uh, what's the what's the guy? Who? Who? Which one? Which the father? Or the son? The son. What was his? Well, I forget. Are you talking about Cheney? Cheney. He was the one running things, and he was the reason why we got into Iraq and stuff like that. Same thing with uh, Reagan, H.W. But so I, I agree everything with what uh, Roland said, and the thing is. The way that they here the the other conspiracy inside the conspiracy that Roland brought up is the fact that Reagan campaigned on getting those prisoners released. I, I watched this shit on CNN. He campaigned on getting those prisoners released. Now explain to me how you can campaign on getting prisoners released when you're not even in government at the time, right? Was he was he governor of LA? I mean of California when he was running? I don't think so. He was in, he was in politics, but he wasn't you know, some type of political position. I know, but he I think he okay, all right, but he wasn't like an, a senator or a congressman or anything like that. So my thing is, is how were you able to manipulate? You talking about manipulation? How were you able to manipulate and say that when I become president, those prisoners will be released, but the president of the United States can't get them released? But all of a sudden, you get in office and the prisoners get released during your inauguration. Doesn't that sound like a guy that's running for president right now and that's taking credit for all the jobs that's being that's coming to America in December and in January? And he doesn't take office until the end of January, but he's taking credit for jobs that's being created in November, December, and January. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a big correlation. You don't have to worry about that because Trump's America, and I'm not in any way trying to be racist or mean to people, but most of the people, you know, they 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 aren't very educated. You know, they're the ones screaming, "We can't get into college yeah. because all the black women are there." Like, so yeah. they're not educated enough to hand to do the job. They don't have if if I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it. Like, no, I'm not worried about, about it because it'll backfire. It's gonna it's gonna eat itself. Well, let you me. Know, it's, it's already showing it now. It is. People, people starting to see that they ain't got damn health care no more, and they, you know, yeah. want to blame uh, Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's health care. It'll be called Trump Care, but it'll be the same Affordable Care Act. They just want to change the name. That, this is why I have any black man in in in, in the history book is somebody who made health care um, affordable in the United States. Like, well, the Obama, well, the Obamacare was originally by. Um, uh, who was the guy he was running against his last, his uh, last Romney Romney it, it was actually Romney who came up with that policy and, 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 and you know what here's the crazy part let me let me say something about Obamacare real quick but the apologies will implement that um what's, what's this called that um universal health care universal health <laughs> isn't, isn't that what um what um, Obama was trying to get originally, but yeah, exactly, Big Dog. See, everybody is complaining and talking about how ex- the Republicans are uh, talking about how expensive this health care is, and that is a tax. You want to know who made it a tax? The Supreme Court, Chief, uh, Chief Justice Roberts, a Republican. They passed it through after the bill that passed through. It went to the Supreme Court, and the Republican made it a tax. 
Obama's signature. Because we didn't have any chunks of it at the time. We exactly. Didn't have any chunks of it. So it's all about money. So everybody that's pissed off about it, it, it it's it's all you. You pissed off at yourself. But let me give this real quick. And I'm gonna let Roller have the last word. Here's my rundown of Trump's presidency. He is going to come in with low approval ratings like he does have right now. And then there will be some type of terror attack on the United States. Yes, there will have to be some type of terror attack. I'm talking about a major terror attack. Because in order for you to be able to move a policy forward, someone has to die. Martin Luther King, we would not be free as what we are right now if Martin Luther King didn't die. That's the way things work. Uh, the same thing with 9/11. That's the reason why things, why we were able to go in to to uh, uh, the Middle East because we had a, a terrorist attack here. We will have a terrorist attack. Then America will finally come together and rally around President Trump, and that's <laughs> how he will move his policies forward. Yes. Yes, that is going to happen. Hey, it's right. going to happen, brother. That's the way Republicans work. That's the way Republicans work. It's a, it's a plausible line of thought, though, because that's exactly what happened with George Bush. Hey, who it said that? Sounds like a genius. Because, because soon as 9-11 happened, what did Bush do? He's, he, he, he went to war. And, and, and how everyone says, um, oh, well... Um, you know they don't want to go to war. Every single president has went to war mm -hmm. over the last the last what six or seven presidents and they have been at war. And remember, Roland. Remember, Roland. Didn't nobody like Bush because of the way he cheated his way into the election, the election of Florida, where he cheated Florida. Then all of a sudden, you have nine eleven happen, and everybody rallied around the president. People Absolutely, because that's exactly. Now I will give CB that the the, the conspiracy lies in. A, a country that's divided yes comes together in 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 terror meaning when something huge happened because if you want to go back far enough we weren't alive but if you go all the way back to pearl harbor they were saying that pearl harbor was a false flag yeah that we really didn't get attacked that we we did that yeah in order to be able to go to war they they do it all the time right if Research the word false flag, you will understand that a false flag is when you attack somebody under the guise that you're somebody else in order to get a desired result. So CB's not really that off on that. That is a plausible, but I like Joe Dirt's original thought process of where I, why I brought it up is about the vice president, the Pitts dude. Um, I did not know what Cat was saying. I didn't. I wasn't familiar with his policies and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. But it, he's definitely the, the more politician, the more polished guy. Yeah. And exactly. I can see, I can see a world where some kind of way they get it because his hands are too dirty. It's not going to be some murder thing or anything like that. It's going to be some kind of way, kind of like Bill Clinton got hung up. But it's going to be more swift. And it's going to have to something to do with money. It's going to be yeah. something to do because he right now the big thing is about these planes. See, because a president, a president can't benefit from um, any financial gain outside of the presidency. So he can't sell those planes now that he's president. Yeah. He's stuck with them. He can't fly them. He can't charter them. He can't make money off these planes. But that's not the only thing. He has many of these situations where if he sets a policy for fair trade and he his company is involved 
he's gonna make money. So he can manipulate government to make money for itself. So some kind of way, he's probably gonna get impeached in his third year. Pence is gonna be in, in that last year, maybe year and a half, and then Pence is gonna run that so-called second term that he would be running, and, and Pence is gonna win. Good point. Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. February and it being Black History Month, I'm gonna hit y'all with a little bit of um, conspiracy on Martin Luther King Jr. Uh A lot of people say that the conspiracy is, is that the government had him killed or whatever, blah, 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 whatever. But who were the conspirators that told the government where he was at? So 30 years later, after the assassination, there's a guy who was on the balcony with him, and his name was... Is it Kyle's? Yeah, Kyle's. Okay, so you down. Roland, he's so, been in my crib. No, shut up. I'm not, no lie, he's been in my crib and preached at my church. He's good friends of my, my wife's uncle. I, I'm gonna edit, Ooh, edit you that gotta look, You gotta look this up, fam. Yeah, go ahead, man. It's Uh-oh. deep. Uh-oh. All right, so look. I know him personally. No I've been to his church in Memphis and everything. So... In, in 1968, April 3rd. Roland, you starting some shit, man. I'm going to leave while you talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Luther King preached his I've been to the mountaintop speech. I think a lot of stuff that's getting missing in this speech was, or his preaching speech, however you want to word it was, is he was talking about economic boycotting. Now, mm-hmm. you seen I just was snapping about economics a little earlier. So... King was starting to really, I mean, don't get me wrong. He got, he got his start on the, the boy bus boycott, but he was really, really talking about how all the government subsidies that white farmers get, not the farm. And he was talking about, you know, how can a man pull himself up by his own bootstraps when, you know, you're, you're helping these guys over here, but you're not helping us so on and so forth. So at the Lorraine in Memphis on the 4th, is when he got killed. So this is what uh, Kyle said, recorded. On this ain't no rumor. This is what he said out his mouth. Okay, he said, and I quote: "At a quarter to six, we walked onto the balcony, and he was talking to the people in the courtyard. He stood here, and I stood there. At the time, he's putting up two fingers. Only as I moved away." So he could have a clean shot. The shot rang out. Oh. Da 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 da. Roland, this man has. This man was in the same choir. I'm gone. It's a hey, Roland. <laughs> Roland, do you know? Let me tell you something. This man is like very close to me. Very close. This man was in the same choir with my grandfather. Him, my oh grandfather. My they sang in the same choir together when he was in Chicago. My grandfather since moved to L.A. And, uh, you know, Kyle ended up going to Memphis. I've been to Kyle's church. In uh, 2011, my mother-in-law had a dinner at her house. And my uh, my mother-in-law's brother brought Kyle to the house. He sat there. We all ate dinner with him. He told kind of the same story. Then the next day, he preached at our church. Like, he's, like, very, very close to us. Very close. Dun, 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 dun. So when you saying this stuff, like 
I mean, I've met this man, talked with him. You know what I'm saying? Walked him to his car. Like, did he tell you uh, what happened to Martin Luther King, man? Well, won't you ask? Won't you ask him you about been, that quote? What he meant by not, that? You better not walk too close to him. To his car next time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I seen the video, bro. I seen the video of him saying this, and I and I and it, me and my mom actually watched it together, and we both we looked at each other like, "What the?" <laughs> and did you hear the crowd reaction? Yeah, like everybody caught it immediately. immediately. Like it was a, it was a Freudian slip. Like, damn, did he just say that? Damn. Yeah, man. Because the same way, this is the same way. More um, Malcolm X was killed by somebody who infiltrated the Brotherhood. Is they had they had undercover cops in the Auburn Theater and just you know similar. It wasn't just like of course Spike Lee had creative license, but it happened similar to the way it did in the movie where they caused the diversion. There was some black men who caused the diversion, and that's when they ran up and shot him. <laughs> Brother, now you guys, all listeners, now you know why we only have rolling on once a month. See me yeah. over there, sweat. If hey. y'all can see his face, he ain't going to be able to sleep tonight, Joe. Hell hey. no. You might have to push Roland back uh, once a quarter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, damn. Hey, hey, Veli, we might have to uh, disassociate ourselves with Roland. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's going to have me scared to take this garbage out tonight now. Shit. <laughs> 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 My last name, King. Now he affiliated with this shit. But the thing about it is, he ain't lying though. Like this is stuff. Like <laughs> this is stuff is documented. Roland, can you put something like this uh, on InsideTheCaveBlog.com for our listeners to be able to check out? Yes, sir. Or go to our go to your YouTube page, or we can have it linked up. That, yeah. This this dude is not lying. This this is facts. You can look. We'll sh- we'll have the video up so you can go see it. You you did you got you got the video where he said? Yeah, this? I got it. I have it. Crazy yeah, man. Put that up so I can share that. CB already <laughs> paranoid. He don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, brother, you think you know me, huh? <laughs> but what's, cra- what, what's crazy is, but li- listen though, what's real deep though is, is that you had seen it before we just talked about it. Because CB don't always know what I'm bringing. He kind of just give me, hey, bring something dope. I actually, that was actually something that I pulled out late, third, you know, in the fourteenth uh, hour. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go this route because the other route, the, the research wasn't lining up. But you and your mom watched that and y'all had the same reaction. And that's what I'm saying. I don't understand how come this isn't being spoke about more. And like I said, we talk about King as, we either talk about him in two lights. He was this great person who didn't, uh, who was nonviolent or people who, who was hating on him said, oh, well he smoked cigarettes and he had babies out of wetlock. Nobody likes. Go ahead. No, well, here's the thing: without Martin Luther King dying, there, there wouldn't, there wouldn't be the world like we are now. If he was alive, we'd still, still be fighting the struggle. We're still fighting the struggle technically now, but what I'm saying is, it's different. It's It's different. different. And someone had to die for that to happen. You know what I mean? Well, all the great, all the great leaders die. I mean, but. I wouldn't necessarily say that the transformation directly happened because you still got to go another um, 10 years. I mean, you got to go through black black exploitation. You got to go through the 70s. I mean, basically, to me, we really don't get out of Jim Crow until late 70s. 
with the you know with um you got to remember that um Stokely Carmichael and you know the Black Panthers were still fighting that fight dude in LA in the, in in 70 in 76 78 79 when they was murdered so i disagree bro i mean he died in 68 yeah. You still was going through the struggle in the seventies, man. People, people's timelines. We have revisionist history. But he, history, but he signed. But okay, what I'm trying to say is, the bill got signed shortly after he died, right? Dude, them bills don't mean shit. I, but what <laughs> I'm saying like, is, like Lincoln, he he freed the slaves and he got killed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but the slaves weren't free. But that's I, a great I, example. I, I understand what you're saying, but on paper, this this is what happened. So. What I'm saying is, eventually, if it's on paper, it has to get, it's going to get kicked down the road. It's the same thing with Obamacare. Obamacare technically was started in 2010. It didn't really get in motion to what, 2014, 15? People didn't see the, it's just, it's just, that's just the kind of way that these things happen. So I know what you're trying to say, but it, it, without him dying or being murdered or set up or however you want to look at it, <laughs> nothing nothing wouldn't have happened without that happening first well here here's the thing about the about the setup where you just alluded to is that every single um civil rights leader had a file on them by the government this is this ain't no black this ain't no black thing this is all reported by white historians so this is stories that have gotten out got leaked the CIA was investigating every single black activist back in those times, right? So they built a file on them. Yeah. So you can, there's a direct correlation to the assassination of King, to the assassination of all five prominent Black Panthers. They were, they were assassinated mm-hmm. by the police via the government. This is not no secret. We just choose to ignore it. And I'm 44 years old. I was born in 72. I remember Reagan. That's why I brought that story uh, a couple months ago. We don't realize that in 2017, other than black people can get rich now, and we have this freedom to move about, but the heartbeat of the country is still filled with white rage against black people. It's, there's no denying this. There is no way you can tell me in a semi-equal uh, uh, world where a Donald Trump gets elected to office. Now, I question, I believe he was placed. But if you want to go with the whole your vote counts and all of that stuff, then that's more proof from my side to say. That's too much. That's too much for one day. That's true. That's true, bro. (laughs) It's too much for one day, bro. Big dog. I mean, the dude is the dude is talking about Muslims, Mexicans, black folk. What do you got to lose? Bringing back, stopping friends, building a wall, and he won the electoral vote. There's no denying that. You yeah. can't run away from that. The heartbeat of the country is split in half, 50-50. Clinton won the, the um Clinton won the uh popular vote. He won the electoral. Yeah. I mean the numbers were damn near split right down the middle. 52% hey to 48%. Hey, hey, hey. How's it for you guys? Hey, hey what's I'm, up? I'm joining I'm joining in now. What's Jump up? Jump in. Hey, cat, tell your daughter no jumping in the house. 
<laughs> she jumping rope like a motherfucker. She thinks this is fun, okay? Yeah, Kat, you got you got an opinion on Rain's uh, conspiracy? Oh no, I mean I think you know I, I I guess my only opinion to this is that we are very foolish of a people to believe that um, the 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 racism that was embedded in this country has gone away. I think that we, um, our the Generation X kind of remembered it and tried to make a, tried to get us aware of what was happening. But I do agree with Roland that yes, we should be very conscious that people spoke out. And when they spoke, many of them um, were very fearful of brown people and people that are not of this country, they feel. And, you know, those people that are grandparents and our grandparents' parents, like these people haven't gone away, you know? And I think it's in a way uh, good for us to see it. You know, I would rather know what I'm dealing with. Honestly, it did not surprise me personally that he won because I, I, I know these people exist. Um, but I also feel like, you know, we, we as a people should let these, you know, let these Republicans duke it out. Like, I feel like this is a great time for us as, you know, you know, the disenfranchised to become franchised on our own. You know, no, people are, wanna, people are very you. conscious and aware. I feel, hold on. I think, I, I think everybody, what Roland is doing, you know, looking conspiracy theories of, I think is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically on an education type uh conversation you want people to be right right yes, but yes i want to know what you think about the 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 martin luther king thing we talk about trump every day but i want to know what you think about the martin luther king but again to to follow my point cb it would it would not make my jaw drop that he was set up to that like are we seeing like this that's not a conspiracy theory to me <laughs> no, no. Like, i don't i don't i don't really understand why we're questioning that that was foul play. Nobody walks into a bullet. Like someone intentionally set out to murder this man, probably because he was influential. <laughs> like usually that's how it goes. So, you know, and none of it doesn't surprise me. Who doesn't surprise me? Why doesn't surprise? None of that surprises me. What surprises me, unfortunately, is that we didn't get another king. Somebody didn't step up to the plate and say, okay, I will take his shoes. I feel those shoes, you know. I feel like we wait for a leader as a people. We wait for somebody to lead us. And and we do it, you know, on Sunday we wait for the preacher. And, you know, like we we wait for someone. And I, I, I would hope that we would try to be individually influential every day and productive every day. And and what we what we don't do sometimes is not do that. It's 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 sad that it took him to have to die for people to recognize like oh he was doing something you know. And what's even sadder is that no one was like all right I'll do what he was doing like we. Well, can we I piggyback off of that? Can I? Well, in actuality, what's interesting about that statement is somebody did piggyback off of or somebody else did set out the next man in line who was on the balcony days before with him um, was Jesse Jackson. Now that starts a whole nother conversation. Yeah, and, and I guess what I'm saying is it wasn't, it, it wasn't just a guy doing it. 
It was now you're saying, oh, it was passed down. There was legacy. Somebody could have did it. That was there. I'm talking about another young pastor somewhere. Right, right, right. I agree with you. I'm no, I'm actually agreeing with you. I'm saying guys like Jesse Jackson, the reason why he's still alive and Al Sharpton is because those guys were set in place to pacify us. So now after after the seventies, they've been sent to pacify us. So now every single black leader, every single black preacher, the TD Jakes, the Creflo Dollars, they all set the pacifiers. Roller, you gonna? Hey, Roller, can I give you? you, Hold on, hold on, hold on, Roller. Can I give you a conspiracy? Yeah. And I think this conspiracy uh, happened to Arsenio Hall. And yes, and and you're about to do the same thing to inside the cave. (laughs) Um, Arsenio Hall. If you ask, if you ask anybody, Farrakhan on. Yes, that's right. He had the number yep. one night show. He brought yep. Farrakhan on on CBS. What, a couple weeks later, he was off the air. <laughs> <laughs> they, they lost their damn minds. Grand opening, grand closing, just like that. <laughs> Roland, you have just accused Reverend Kyle of setting up Martin Luther King. You said Jesse Jackson, and, Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton were sitting here to pacify us. They were. You, you called out Donald Trump. All this in a fifteen-minute segment that you do once a month. What are you? What are you trying to do to inside the cave? We've built this for two two years. What the hell are you trying to do to our show? Hey, you know what I think, CB? What? The first time you came across Rolling when he sent you that message, what? And he told you, uh, you know, he told you what he said, and you'd say, "Hey, you want a job?" Uh huh. I think from that day. On Roland already had a conspiracy to get our ass canceled. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm, I'm, "These I'm motherfuckers I'm gonna flip it on their ass. I'm like, I like I'm in. My conspiracy is to let them think I'm in and get their ass cut from the air." I agree, Roland. I think you five zero. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't sipped the drink in front of me yet. <laughs> you got it. You peeped, you peeped it, dog. Oh man! You sit the drink in front of you. Even uh, dog peeped it. Oh, hey, hey! Hit me with the, the deep cover line. Did he hit me with the deep hey. cover line? Hey, Nick. Hey, you better you better take a drink, a smoke, or a snort right now, there. <laughs> Hold on! Hold on! Oh man, y'all killing me! I'm blown. Look. <laughs> hey, 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 uh, hey, big dog! You got anything on uh, on Roller's conspiracy before I close this segment up? Probably for the last uh, time ever. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna let that one ride, bro. <laughs> hey. He said the last time ever. Hey, but did you know what, Roller? Real talk. That's some deep shit. I'm sure we're gonna have yeah. some interesting feedback on that. I uh, hope your mom don't listen to the show. Uh, sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Gonna I be hope hot. the government don't listen to the show. <laughs> hey, Roland, I hope the government don't listen to the show. Right. Oh, you already know I'm being watched, so you can forget that. I hope y'all didn't think I wasn't being watched. Well, why you didn't tell us that before we uh, logged you in? <laughs> hey, man. That nigga Roland doing this show from the panning room. What's the about it? Hey, hey, belly. <clears throat> what up, now? If CB knew how to edit, we wouldn't have no problem. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know he ain't leaving nothing on the cut room. Motherfucker don't edit nothing. Absolutely uh, not. Hey, hey, what he say is all for rates until we get one eye get shot, assassinated. <laughs> well, as long as you don't stand next to Kyle, you good. Oh man! All right, that was the Cleese report. Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. I'm, I'm starting to get 
starting the Cleese Report podcast, which will be a collection of myself on different views. We'll have hot takes. I will give my opinion on certain subjects. I will expand with great commentary. And then I will have a segment of weekly rants where you can hear me snap out somewhat like I do on Inside the Cave every week. <laughs> so the Cleese Report podcast is coming very, 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 very soon. Hey, and- can I get an uh, episode on that? We call it the Sleazy Cleese. <laughs> <laughs> I, we might be able to work that out. Talk, yeah, some, talk to my lawyers. Some and some cleans. <laughs> talk, to, talk to my lawyers. <laughs> call, Tiff, call Tiffany Simmons up, Joe. Oh. See, put that together. Hey, um, so the Cleese Report podcast is a lot, I'm assuming it's going to be a lot different than uh, what, what he does on Inside the Cave because a lot of times when he does the Cleese Report on Inside the Cave, I just come up with some stuff that I found interesting and Roland will just come on and fact check me you get that said fact check me uh because he's, he's actually does a lot of research and everything. what was it what'd you say no. sorry about that okay all right so today we're talking about the 1996 nba finals i cb after watching video on youtube and because Joe told me that the internet is always right, I am starting to believe that the 1996 NBA Finals, in which Jordan won his fourth NBA title, was fixed. And I'm, and I'm coming from an emotional standpoint, and my good friend Roland has uh, found did some research. And uh, Roland, you want to give the background on you? We just go ahead and shoot, and you go ahead and, and come in. Yeah, go and shoot. Go shoot your love. Night. Pause. <laughs> Take that back, please. Take that back. <laughs> you, I mean to say shoot. Oh, man. Don't shoot your, don't shoot your love. No, no, no. Hey, hey. I'm not about to. Yes, because you know. This has gone a different direction. And I think I want to be a part of it. No, no. I thought it was shoot. Yeah, yeah. It's just because. Okay. I, I pulled a puffy. I pulled a puffy. Pause. You know. And you know, you know, because you know the you know the guy that uh, edits the show doesn't really edit that good. So, Hell no. <laughs> all right, check this out: the nineteen ninety six NBA Finals is the year after Jordan made his return to basketball. Now, what? Let me tell you guys what happened the year before. The year before, Michael Jordan showed up around March. He was wearing number forty five. He looked like Michael Jordan, but wasn't quite the Michael Jordan we remember in nineteen ninety three. So he came back in, and uh, he has he has he has some good he has some good plays, but the playoffs really showed that Michael Jordan really wasn't Michael Jordan. Uh, they end up beating the Charlotte Hornets by, uh, but they actually lost a couple games thanks to B.J. Armstrong we were talking about earlier, <laughs> and so then they ended, but they did end up beating winning that series, and they end up going to the conference semifinals to play against. The Orlando Magic. Everybody who knows Michael Jordan, he does have heart. Michael Jordan can score on anybody, but the people who guarded Michael Jordan the best was Joe Dumars and people who are sort of fit like Joe, Joe Dumars. And Nick Anderson had the task of guarding Michael Jordan, and he did a pretty good job that year. You guys remember that? He did the steal on Mike. 
when they, the Bulls were up in that game, and then Nick Anderson did the steal. Michael ended up coming back the next game. It's 23. They ended up winning that game, but ended up eventually losing that series. Now, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, they came back fully loaded. Dennis Rodman, Tony Kukoc, Steve Kerr, Pippen, Phil Jackson, they were fully loaded. They ended up having the best record that year. But the playoffs is a different story. Now, they did end up sweeping the Orlando Magic to make up for last year. And Jordan had a hell of a series. But let's get to the NBA Finals. Now, Michael Jordan's making his comeback. And you guys know when Jordan's not in the NBA, the ratings are terrible. Yes, they had good games and stuff, but the ratings are terrible. So you need Mike to be on top. The ratings are better when Michael, Magic, and Larry are winning. And even LeBron. So, what ended up happening is the, <laughs> the Chicago Bulls went up against the Seattle Supersonics. And that was coached by North Carolina alumni George Carl. You guys know how Michael feels about other North Carolinians. Right? Also on that team was Gary Payton, Hershey Hawkins, Detlef Shrimp, Sam Perkins and Sean Kemp, and I think it was uh, Nate McMillan, and uh, there was another center on that team as well. But George Carl decided that he was going to play game one, put Detlef Shrimp on Michael Jordan, game one. And Michael Jordan did what he should have did. He lit Detlef Shrimp up. Not once did Gary Payton switch over and guard Michael Jordan. Not once. It wasn't until game four where Gary Payton, George Carl decided, I'm going to put Gary Payton on Michael Jordan. By that time, the series was over. It was 3-0. But once he put Gary Payton on Michael Jordan and they had two more games in Seattle, the Bulls ended up losing. And in the first game, I believe, or game four, it was in terrible fashion. And that's because they made that adjustment. Why didn't George Carl make that adjustment earlier? Joe, Michael Jordan has always had a hard time going against people shaped like uh, Joe Dumars and Gary Payton and even Ron Harper when he, before he got injured and stuff like that. Why would you put Deadlift Shrimp, of all people, and Hersey Hawkins on Michael Jordan? Eventually, the Bulls will end up winning that series. But aftermath was Gary Payton end up signing with the Jordan brand. So to me, it seems like if I was a conspiracy theorist, that series was rigged. Now, I'm not saying the Bulls would have beat the, uh, the Seattle Supersonics would have beat the Bulls. But who knows if the Bulls would have won like they did. Because Gary Payton ain't no punk. Gary Payton ain't nobody's bitch. And when he had, and we was, when he was in his prime, there was not nobody that could play defense like Gary Payton. And he would, he had no fear in the great Michael Jordan. All right, Roland, fact check me on that. Well, before you fact check me, you guys think that I'm crazy? Of course I do. I always think you're crazy. <laughs> Nothing but crazy shit come out your mouth. There's no, you guys don't think there's any truth there? No, nah, it wasn't rigged. I just think that George Carl was, um, you know, slow to make that up. Uh, oh, come on. Three games slow, Joe? Three games slow? Three games slow. I mean, it was three games, three games. All right. All right, Roland. 
All right, where should I start? Wherever you wherever you feel like. The true <laughs> sale sets you free. No, well, well, let's let's start with the lie then. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's easier. Let's start with the lie. Okay, the the Gary Payton signing with Jordan Brand thing. I cannot confirm that. I believe that you're incorrect on that part. I do believe that there is a conspiracy here that the that the series was rigged. Um, I believe that it was rigged because of George Carl's relationship with Michael Jordan as a North Carolinian alum. And I believe it was actually done unbeknownst to the NBA. I accuse the NBA of a lot of things, but I actually think this was a private deal between uh, George Carl and, and Michael Jordan. Here's mm -hmm. a reason why. Number one, like CB said, the evidence is, I mean, is clear. First three games, he averaged uh, 31 points, 46% from the from the field, 50% from three, and he went to the line 12.3 times. Woo. In the last three games, 23.7 points a game, 36.7 from the field, and 11.1 from three. And he only went to the free throw line 10 times on average. Facts. Um, George Carl had said that he was not going to put Gary Payton through the rigors of having to guard Michael Jordan because of he had a calf injury. But, and, and this is this is what's funny about conspiracies, man. Yeah. A lot of people don't be pulling this stuff off their ass. Like, mm -hmm. it is legitimately reported on a website that says everyone was totally shocked at that decision because he still played them 45 minutes a game. So yeah. how are you so-called resting his calf or you don't want to put him through the rigors? Dude, this is the NBA Finals. Now, here's the reason why the decision to not play him like like Joe would say, oh, it was just a bad coaching decision, is because of leading up to the finals. Keep in mind that Gary Payton was, what, 28, 29 years old. Sean Kemp was about 27 years old. They had their best team ever. They were running stuff, but they couldn't get out of the second round. They have their breakout year. They win the most games in franchise history, 64, and it's their first in 27 years, finals appearance. You got everything on the line, and you got your best defender not on the greatest. It's not like it was Michael Jordan's first or second championship where the Detroit Pistons was killing them and, mm -hmm. and, and the Boston was killing them, and they just like, oh, man, we'll just run our offense or I'll run our defense. No, you put your best dude on him. You don't let that go for three games because he was torching them, too. Torching them. Torching them. Detlef Shrimp, Hershey Hawkins. Kidding me? So now when you look at this thing, now keep in mind the dominance for of Chicago. I don't think people really take themselves back and remember this, right? If not for him leaving the game for a year and a half, Houston wouldn't even have two titles. Their two titles came in them two years. We would not be putting Kareem, I mean, uh, Hakeem Elijah one on the puzzle that we put him because he wouldn't have had a championship. They would have won eight straight. And how I know is because you cannot tell me that dom NBA dominance isn't easy because we've seen who's Mr. Finals, LeBron James. Who's 
and they, they talk about all the time whose window closed sonic's windows closed uh uh carl the mailman's windows closed um charles barkley window closed all because of michael jordan and i'm telling you i said it earlier on the show or did i or did i say it in the private conversation with ucb where i said um if 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 you really want to make it technical no i just said it on the show like if lebron doesn't have that heroic effort we're talking about three straight championships and probably a fourth by golden state i mean this thing is easy Mm-hmm. <laughs> people talk about they don't like dominance we love dominance and right. then if you really do the research and you start going back throughout the years you can see big banks of championships being won by one team the lakers you know what i mean the lakers got like eight years where their dominance was unparamount they have actually they got two because then you talk about the shaq and kobe era yeah. so i believe george Carl totally through the game for his buddy, because um, he's like, what's one championship going to mean to me? Because I can't win it next year. So he made it easier for him. So you're right, CB. He They probably could have won anyway, but he sure as hell opened up. He opened up the uh, the pearly gates for him. I know that. And, and, and Joe, let me just leave you with this. I heard, I hope you hear us too. Let me leave you guys with this. Here's, here's, who, who, here's who guarded Jordan. Hershey Hawkins, David Wingate, and from Proviso East, Sherelle Ford. I don't know if you guys remember that name. Sherelle Ford. These are the guys that guarded Michael Jordan instead of Gary Payton. So uh, let's put that in your pipe and smoke it. Great research, Roland. Uh, you guys got anything on that thing, Jordan? Step away for a second. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go. Let me let me put some. Let me really put some sauce on this thing. Okay. When when the Sonics had. Um, they had went out. They in those in those early exits where they couldn't get out of the second round. Mm-hmm. Guess 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 what they're guess, guess what they're known for in their history books. Guess what they're known for? Getting swept by the Nuggets. Is that what you're talking about? They're not getting swept, but they lost. They, they lost, yeah. but not. But what did they look? What, what was the Nuggets at the time? The eighth seed. The eighth seed. So he also got that on his on his resume and here and here that was the that was the um that was the whipped cream here's the cherry mm-hmm. carl george you know the book that george carl just wrote right right Where calling out carmelo and stuff yeah uh, a little a little fact goes unnoticed in that book in 1994 george carl said that michael jordan actually approved the trade for scotty pippen to the sonics for sean kemp i'm done whoa the mic walk off stage i heard different whoa i heard different i just read it i heard different from somebody from another close source what did they say they said that michael didn't want that trade that he was uh, talking about quitting, and they didn't even talk to Mike about doing it. Uh, what's his name? Jerry Ransdorf. Ransdorf not yeah. Ransdorf, Jerry Krause, the uh, okay. GM, had was trying to keep it secret and uh, not tell nobody. But what happened was uh, the dude that, that's on ESPN Radio out here, one of the reporters that's always talking this shit, mm-hmm. had made a mistake and let it slip out. Because he got that from somebody else over in the Sonics um, organization, mm-hmm. and once it came out, do renege the trade, do re, uh, the um, Super Sonics GM st- 
uh, came back off of it. He said he didn't want to do it then. Yeah. Because it was out there and they didn't want it out there because Jerry Krause was always such like a um slime ball. Yeah, slime ball. And he always wanted to keep things on the low so that nobody know what he was doing. Yeah. I don't see what the Sonics would have got with just getting Scottie Pippen. Like I mean No, there was some there was some other players involved. I just don't know what they are. Oh, okay. Hey, um uh, hey, I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Joe. You do what I you was just about to say, you know, Scotty was Mike Guy. No matter, I mean, they really didn't hang out much from yeah. what I heard off the court. But yeah. he didn't want nobody else on the scene but him. That's why when they was trying to get um, Tracy McGrady, Mike again said, look, y'all go get him. I'm leaving. They tried to, oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, he's try, he's going to trade Scotty for Tracy McGrady. Jeez. Well, well, if you look at it, well, then if you look at the, if that, the way this is framed, though, Joe, is, is that, Remember, it was at 94 is when he retired. Oh, right, right, right. Right? So here's the hit. If you want to stick to that story, then you would have to go with my other conspiracy theory that he was serving a suspension and he knew he was coming back. So Hmm. to me, those would have to go line in line. So we we get out of the conspiracy realm. All I'm saying is, is that the article that I'm reading is quoting the book is saying, through George Carl, which you would have to call George Carl a liar, is that in 94, he is saying that not only did Michael Jordan know about the trade, he actually endorsed it. Mm. He wouldn't have no control because he's retired. Why would mm. him being mad affect what Jerry Krause or Jerry Reinsdorf is going to do? Mm. Let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the day with Inside the Cave. I got something. All right, let's get it's into it. It's probably going to piss everyone. All right, good, good. We need that. Well, you get more and more like CB. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about critical thinking. Now, let's talk about facts and let's talk about perception. So what I want the listeners to do is, is question your reality. So if you didn't know what you know, how would you know it? Somebody had to tell it to you. So how do we perceive the things around us, right? So this is, now I'm not myself one, I'm just a guy who likes to think outside the box, but are we living on a globe or are we living on a flat surface? Oh God. That's the question of the day. Here's the real answer that run your ass to the end of the earth. <laughs> TV fall off. Oh, come on, roll it. Hey, roll it. Roll it. Roll it. That's that's actually pretty good because I just had this conversation last night. So that's that's pretty good question. Well, see, here's the here's the thing, Mister Hurd. What 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 gets me is is I always pose the question. Um, how do you know that you live on the globe? You were taught it in school, um, but everything that your eyes show you. And everything that's logical pretty much goes against it. You have to use science that can't be proven to really dictate that you live on a globe. So if we're spinning so fast, however many miles per hour it is, blah, 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 why don't we fly off? Oh, because of gravity. Well, what's gravity? Oh, because the things that um, fall and this, that, and the third, and all this other, you know, science mumbo jumbo. Okay, well, then how do you explain planes? Well, because the atmosphere is spinning with the earth, it just it just makes you wonder. That's all. 
So all I'm saying is, is question your reality. Question the things you, that's around you. Don't allow people to just dictate. And you shouldn't be considered crazy if you if you want to question that. Why is it called sea level? How come when we look out, everything looks flat? Oh, because the curvature of the earth is so big, you can't detect it. Well, per the science, they say the curvature can be detected by so many miles. And if you are so high, you can see the curvature. You, you know, you know, you know, Roland, you know, I'm a big fan of this segment. This, I, I, I actually like it. But have you ever been in a plane, brother? Yeah, but the windows are curved. Oh God, hey man! I'm just... <laughs> hey, hey, TV, 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 TV. Listen, listen. I don't, I don't agree with Roland a lot, but you gotta listen, listen to this. Show me one picture of the Earth that's not edited or doctored. You don't have one. How do you know it's edited or doctored? Because they told from space, you, you. From space, you've never seen a picture of the Earth that's edited, that's not edited or doctored. Well, Richard Branson will be launching people into space soon. You know, we could do a couples retreat. Yeah, I tell you what, my ass ain't going on no no ship. Like, no, I will have the first. Take that iPhone up to space and take some pictures. Well, here's no, the thing: we ain't coming back. <laughs> and, listen, listen, back. Here's a, here's a here's one of my favorite questions I pose to people. Right, I say. Okay, so back in 1969, I think it was 1968 to 1973, there was 12 lunar missions to the moon, right? So way back then, with the technology that they had, they was able to reach the moon, supposedly, right? So it's been, my math's not that good, but it's at least been 40 years, right? So why is it not that we've been back? We have better technology now, but we, based on the technology, we should have houses up there by now, right? So that makes you question, did we ever go? So the picture, the pictures that they took of the earth were found out to be doctored. When they said they were halfway to the moon, they were just in upper earth's atmosphere when they took that picture. They used... They used a, um, a piece of cardboard and they turned the inside light out and they were trying to say, oh, we're halfway to the moon. But it's been proven with old acetates that they wasn't. So if that's in question and we've never been, what else are they hiding? And like I said, I'm not trying to be a big conspiracy guy trying to say, oh, well, everybody, the government knows something that we don't know. All I'm saying is, is that there's a possibility that they are hiding things because maybe they don't know. And that's also well, well, all even further. Go ahead, I'm sorry. To go, to go even further, they say that they say if you look at the NATO temple, that's actually the way that, that the earth is actually set up. If you if you look at what I didn't catch that part, I'm sorry. If you look at the NATO, if you look at NATO's symbol. Oh right, right, yep. NATO symbol. That's actually that's actually the way that the earth is. Right. I'm just saying that's what they say. And to answer Sarah's question, the reason why you don't fall off is because everything still works the way a globe works, right? But it's laid out flat, and the South Pole is really the outer rim, and the outer out the the outer ice shelf keeps everything in. That's why there's a a, a, um, um, a world treaty that no one can explore Antarctica. The, the North Pole. Yeah. 
Well, no, it's actually would be considered the South Pole. You can't. Yeah, the South Pole yeah, you can't do. So that's the outer shell. So and you know and also, like I said, I'm not trying to prove the point because, like I said, I'm not a flat earther. Air quotes. I'm just saying that our listeners shouldn't always go with what we think the truth is. Just like the whole 9/11 report left out Building Seven falling. So if you read the report, you you believe it. You say, "Oh well, this is the way it happens." But why did so? If that's the way it happened, why did they exclude what happened to Building Seven? So that's all I'm saying. If the Earth is flat, I mean, if the Earth is round, then why can't they prove it to us? Why can't we fly so high, turn around, and take a picture of it? Why do we have to uh, alter the picture or get so-called satellite composites? of the earth there is no picture of the earth that's not a composite none zero and that's the cleaves mm. report <laughs> 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 hey, 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 you out of the twilight zone yet <laughs> hey, Lamar, what do you think about that, Lamar? I'm not touching that. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> I know one thing, uh, if all this shit is true, Tupac and Jimmy Hoffa can't wait to listen to this episode. <laughs> hey, 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 I agree with you. Everything, everything in question. Did you guys hear that, what Putin said about 911, though? No. He actually said America didn't want him to release what really happened on, on 9-11 because they sound like actually have footage of what actually happened on 9-11. So that was a threat that he sent back to the United States when the United States was trying to accuse him of all this stuff. So it's okay, a fact you can look that up. Time, time the hell out. Time the hell out. Her, her, you in the wrong damn segment. You your segment just just was on. All right now now just because he came up with that with that gym right there now I got to say something else. Cause he can't, he can't, he can't trump me on my segment. Hold on, time out. I'm just, I'm just telling you, man. I gotta, no. I gotta read, I gotta read everything. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Hey, how about um the Pentagon? No plane, no plane hit the Pentagon. So what happened? Never found a plane. Hit. Never no. found a piece of a plane. Nope, can't find one piece of a plane that hit the Pentagon. I, I'm gonna I'm go even further on you because all my family lives in DC and all my family works in the government. Um, did you know that the FBI took off video footage from every uh, hotel, every business around that area after 9 11 happened? Absolutely, even the ones at the Pentagon. That you, all yeah. you see is that one uh, parking lot shot of something hitting, but it sure as hell wasn't a 747. Well, that was the Cleese report. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess we <laughs> niggas gonna be sleeping with one eye open tonight. <laughs> and next, next time on the Cleese report, we're gonna find out about Bigfoot. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, we'll be right back with more inside the cage. Big Dog, and I'm going inside the cave on the cave podcast with Big Dog's hot take of the week. The summer and baby Big Dog is turning up. Inside the cave. 
Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Get the latest Cave Crush and Inside the Cave gear at CaveCrushShop.com. Thought-provoking interviews with special guests and Cave Crushers. And Cave Crushers. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. You did say you wanted to be in, right?